all right, all right, all right. Welcome back, welcome back. It's Fan and Van podcast time on this somewhat beautiful, day. beautiful Memorial Day. Um, don't drink and drive. Yeah, definitely don't DWI. Definitely call an Uber or Lyft. Yep. Don't call me. I ain't gonna Can't pick afford it. Get the trooping. All right. So, a uh, very interesting couple of days in sports. Obviously, as always, as we're at the we're at the peak of the NBA playoffs and and, and yep. NHL playoffs and. Baseball season is about a quarter of the way through now at and this point. And the Yankees point. are abysmal. And we're going to get into all that. But first, obviously, we got to tackle the NBA playoffs. It's obviously Brooklyn with the big win last night. Yo, I see I see Brooklyn going all, taking it all. I'm sorry. Brooklyn's going to take it all. Dude, you, you can't fuck with Durant, fucking Harden, and Kyrie. You can't. Durant's a fucking beast. You know? Well, last night combined, they put up like over 100 points combined in that block. The fucking goddamn game was 130 points. <laughs> but what I got to talk about before we go further into any of the playoffs here is these idiot moron fans that are attending the games. And it's not all of them. It's, oh, yeah. it's, it's the idiots who want to spit on Trey Young. And Listen, I'm all for the banter of Trey's balding and this, that, and a third. But when you're spitting spit on, on a guy, that's a f- okay. A spitting on somebody COVID? now is a felony, and it's an indefinite ban. And then you have yeah. the guy, the, the the guy in Washington, or was it? No, it was yeah. in Philly, the, the popcorn. dumping popcorn on Russell, Russell Westbrook. Westbrook. And, and and Westbrook was about to go our test on this guy, and Lord. I'm telling you. And then last night's incident in with Boston the, with, the with, with the water bottle getting thrown at Kyrie. I'm, I'm going to tell you this right now. A, I don't think the fans should be that close to the court as one. Even though all these incidents, other than the Trey Young one, uh-huh. the other ones Where's were all from, from a distance. Tunnel, yeah. Okay. So, A, as far as the ones closer to the court, I'm sorry, they need to be sat further back. You don't need to be right behind the players. You don't need to be behind the timekeeper's table. You don't need to be that close to the court at exactly. all. Exactly. Okay, I, I don't agree. care whether I you're agree. Boomer Esiason attending a Nick game, Spike Lee, I don't give a damn who you are. You need to be sat further away from it. And it's the same thing even behind the hoops, too. Like, like, you have all the photographers there. There should be a wall, and then you then take your little pictures from there and do whatever it is you got to do. Because um, um, eventually, yo, the players ain't going to want to fucking go out on the court. They keep well, getting spit on. It's not only that. Here's what's going to happen. You, and, and Kevin Durant came out last night, and he said, this game's bigger than you. Grow the fuck up. Kyrie came out and said, you're all acting like you're self-entitled. And they all get, listen... For a year and a half, they couldn't attend a sporting event. Uh-huh. So the excitement's there. But you know what else is fueling it that nobody wants to discuss yet? Is alcohol is fueling it. That's it's, exactly it's, what it is. It's fueling it. Like in baseball, you can't buy alcohol after like the seventh inning. Yeah. Or is it like the, the, after the, the bottom of the sixth, you can't buy alcohol yeah. no more. Hockey, I forget what it is. And in the NBA, I think it's throughout the whole game you could buy. So yeah, these guys are getting, these guys are getting loaded up something. before it. These guys are getting loaded up before the game, during the game. And after the game. And the bartender, instead of cutting them off when they're clearly fucking drunk, stumbling up there. Well, no, because it's just more revenue in the team's pocket. And I'm not saying the player's pocket. I'm saying as far as ownership, the arena, and all, and, you know, and and Budweiser and and, and all that. So, I mean, but but the other thing that's going to happen is... The inevitable. And history will repeat itself as far as NBA history goes. You will have another malice in the palace. You're oh, going to have it. Yep. You're going to have it where somebody's going to pull the do the wrong thing. And, and you're going to have that, this year, this this generation's version of, of Ron Artest going up into the stands stand. and beating the shit out of somebody. You're going to have this year's generation of a Steven Jackson going up there and doing the same thing. Okay? And there's no need for it to, for it to have happened then. 
and there's no need for it to happen now. I go to a game for the pure enjoyment of being there. Exactly, me too. Okay, I sit there, I watch a game, and I don't say nothing. I'll engage in conversation if you're a fan of the opposing team. And then once you want to start your chirp, chirp, yeah. then I, I, you know, I either got to clap back or I got to walk away. And nine times out of ten, I'm just going to walk away because my clapping back is literally, I'm going to freaking clap you. <laughs> so, I, talking about. I, 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 I can't do that. Um, but these fans, they, you, you got to seriously just go and enjoy the game. Okay? Just, just you, you know, you want to sit there and chant Trey's balding. And, Trey sucks. I, and, I'll say and, you know, or, you know, or LeBron's a bitch. Or Chris Paul's, a, 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 you know, a Over dude with a vagina. Yeah. Whatever you want to yeah. say. Okay, whatever you want to say. But when you start throwing Throw things at these players, he, he, eventually what's going to happen, and again, they're not going to want to come out and play. You are going to have a lockout. And, and who's to blame? And, and then the fans will sit there. Or the ones that go and actually enjoy the game, they're going to sit there and look at the other fans, and then you're going to have that rampage on its hands. Yep. So it's all just going to be a, a, a circle effect of nonstop bullshit. And you don't think you don't think fucking um, the popcorn is fitness is not going to be on a highlight? It was like right there. Well, the, not the, the, kid, well, the guy's face is right there. Well, they, they they found the guy the following day. Huh? The popcorn one was the following day. Then there was the incident in Utah as well, where three fans got banned for 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 going at it with John Morant's dad. Yeah, there was that. There was that too. But then again, in Utah, they're Mormons and have no clue. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that incident where every every obscenity was dropped in front of John Moran's dad. But then there's a video of Utah fans chilling with John Moran's dad. Mm-hmm. So there's a positive to the negative, but you just have those idiot fans that just don't know how to act once they get the alcohol in them. And they don't know how to act just in general when they're at a sporting event. And you're sitting there and you want to, you know, you know, you want to throw things and be big and bad. If and Russell Westbrook had gotten to that guy, guy in Philly, it's a rat. I'm, I'm sorry. If for as big of a bitch as everybody claims Russell Westbrook to he be. He would have climbed up that bitch and beat the bricks he, off him. He was going after him. It took about six security guards to stop him. Yo, he was and it, it's got to end. It, it's just got to. It, it's it's got to end. Adam Silver is trying to think of something to, to put it to an end. But I don't even think he can control it. Like, honestly. But now that, that guy's. Like the guy who um, uh, spit on Trey Young is now banned from the Garden for life. Well, indefinitely banned, which means at some point he could, if he wanted to, come back and grow his hair long, put a mask on, call it. <laughs> but like these indefinite bans, or or definite bans, like you got to ask yourself: Is that person? Like, the guy last night at, at the Celtic game who was, like, begging and pleading with Boston PD, like, oh, I didn't mean it, blah, 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 blah whatever. Got to ask yourself, was it really worth it? To, to what, be on to, to be on Sports Center for 10 seconds in a negative light? Exactly. Was it really worth it now? Because, now, because now not only does your family probably look at you like it's a douchebag, exactly. but the world now looks at you like a douchebag, and... Yeah, it's like you just gotta want it. Like, is it? Do you know how many times when I've gone to a Yankee game and let's say we're playing Boston, and oh and, 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 and 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 I'm sitting in the bleacher section, and you look over to the opposite side of the bleacher section, and there's Red Sox fans fighting with Yankee fans, and I'm just sitting there like, shit, man. Like, <laughs> y'all about to go to jail, and none of your baby yeah. mama's gonna be able to pay your damn bail because you ain't paying baby mama any damn child support. Yeah. I'll sit back and watch and enjoy my popcorn. Just, just, just go to the game. Just enjoy don't it. Don't drink too much. And, sh- and, and shut up. That's all you got to do. I mean, if you want to engage in, you know, in, in banter with, with, with fans of the opposing team that doesn't lead to an all-out brawl, by all means, yeah, I encourage that. Freedom of speech. But I'm it. not going to encourage 
these douchebags and assholes who who want to tailgate in the parking lot before games. And that's the other thing. That, and, that's and, pregame. Right and, we, and, and it's a big thing in football, too. Because football pregame is almost as big as actually going to the game no, itself. football pregame is big. And, I mean, I mean it, it look, look at like the, the Buffalo Bill fan base. So, I don't thing. get how you sit there. Okay, you want to call yourselves Bills, Mafia, and yet you're throwing each other through tables that don't break, or you're missing the table entirely, or you're lighting the table on fire. Listen, none of you jerk-offs are an ECW. <laughs> okay? Those tables are weakened for a reason. Those, the tables you get thrown on aren't going to break. Okay? <laughs> you're putting people through beer pong tables that ain't going to break. <laughs> and every time they show these videos, you're just... I'm thinking, I'm like... See, this is the other issue that I take part in with, with social media at times. You make idiots famous by just replaying and replaying. And that you make us idiots because we keep watching and watching. And I just sit there and I'm just like... There was one video I seen of somebody from the Bills Mafia who friggin' powerbombed the girl to a table, literally missed, and her friggin' head snaps on the friggin' table. Like I don't know died. how this girl survived. I don't get how she didn't get paralyzed. I don't get it, but it's just beyond the atrocious. But all that being said, I was going to save that for the end of the video, but why not for the beginning? Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Right? So we got to jump into these NBA playoffs now. And I've been I've been going back and forth um, talking with... Uh, the guy I'm supposed to be on relatively soon, hopefully. Um, and we were talking about the Utah-Memphis series is an interesting one. Because you figure, all right, game one, obviously, Donovan Mitchell's out. Memphis wins. So you figure, if anything, that's going to be Memphis's only win. Yeah, I know. That's but I the last two, two, three games, Memphis has been getting blown out throughout the whole game. And then they somehow Memphis managed to come, come back. back. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you something. Memphis has something there that I didn't think they would have. That, and I and, and we said it a, f- a couple episodes ago where I would trade John Morant, but they have this other guy Brooks who's great at defending. Mm-hmm. He he he's kind of like this generation's Artest in a way, but can actually shoot and score. You mean uh, Metal World Peace? I'm calling him Ron Artest. I will never <laughs> know him as Metal World Peace because he was wait. nothing about Meta, nothing about World, and nothing about Peace. That's funny. Okay. Um. <clears throat> but he's like an antagonistic type player. Mm-hmm. Like he gets under your skin. He's that type of player, but he's that good that he's, he's so underrated and, and and just flies under the radar as far as, like, throughout the whole NBA. That, like, literally, like if you're a Memphis Grizzlies fan, you, you know who he is. But if you're not, you don't know who this guy is. I don't. So, with that being said, if Memphis wins, it's because, A, John Morant's taking over the game. And this guy is literally getting everybody to foul out. And they wanted him more. They, they clearly wanted him more. And... And the, Utah probably went in there thinking they're going to blow them the fuck out. Well, that last and Utah's got to go into this. Utah has to know that Memphis is playing. John Moran's playing with a chip on his shoulder that he wants a chip. Like, he doesn't yeah. want to wait 10 years down the line. Exactly. I think in his eyes, and he probably knows that we all talk about it, how he shouldn't be there. He should be on a winning caliber team. But what if Memphis in, in the offseason oh, oh. goes and mm-hmm. gets – a top free agent like let's say they can go and get like an Andre Drummond to play center for them or, or go out and, or, 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 or or go out and get say Lonzo Ball with John Morant and this Brooks kid and then you get like yeah, that, that, there's that, a lot that, of things yeah. Memphis has to do to get there but like they were talking about on ESPN which is going to bring me to the Knicks Hawks and you could kind of combine this with Celtics Nets yeah 
because on ESPN during the halftime, they were talking about how the Knicks this year overachieved. Nobody expected them to be where they are. Nobody expected Julius Randle to be where he was. Nobody expected R.J. Barrett to improve the way he did. Nobody expected Norrell's Noel to be who he is. Nobody expected Derrick Rose to be Derrick Rose of old. Or Emmanuel quickly stepped up, too. And if you're a Knicks fan, though, that gets mad, let's say you guys lose game five. That's a wrap, I know. Okay. You can't be mad because his team overachieved. You have to you have to be accepting of the fact that hey, guess what? I'll be disappointed. I they, they guess what? They were in the playoffs for the first time since for however long. Since two thousand two. Okay, they had a winning season for the first time in God knows how long. Yeah, a long time. But the but the main factor is this: they've made New York a free a free agent attraction for themselves again. Exactly. See, Brooklyn was in the same position three years ago. And now look where Brooklyn is. The Knicks aren't too far off. And the Knicks are doing what they're doing without a Kevin Durant-type player, without a James Harden, and without a Kyrie. They're pretty much doing it with bootleg Canal Street versions of them, and that being R.J. Barrett is Kyrie, and Julius Randle is Harden, and you and you can kind of say Norrell's Noel is kind of like like KD in a way. (laughs) But... The Knicks will get back to that winning way consistently year after year, especially now that James Dolan, I think, is kind of taking a step back and he's letting the people in charge as far as the GMs, coaches, let them do what they need to do. That's what I think he's... And you also got to th- think about, too, like the Knicks, like, like the players on the, on the team right now really haven't played in the playoffs before. So they haven't, like, no... Other than Julius Randle, no. Julius Randle hasn't or, showed or up. Or Derrick like, Rose. Yeah, Julius Randle hasn't showed up at all. You know? No, he really he hasn't, which is which is Something. rather strange because I think he's trying to play an all around game where it's not focalized on him, and and he's being the, and too the, unselfish. And in the back of my mind, I kind of figured this would happen because every Knicks fan was gonna be like, okay, Julius Randle's gonna get us yeah. to the next round. Julius yeah. Randle's gonna get us to the Eastern Conference. Listen, and you can't put it all on one guy. You have four other guys on the court with you at one time, and. They gotta, they gotta contribute as well. So if Julius Randle's having a big game, R.J. Barrett's got to pick up the slack. Derrick Rose has got to pick up the slack. And I'm sorry, C- Coach Thibodeau, but you got—I don't know what's up with Mitch Robinson. Well, it, I don't know why but, he's not out there. But if, if he's healthy, I'm sorry, you got to play him. And and I'm sorry, you got to put Obi Toppin in more. Obi Toppin's got no, a lot he, of potential and a lot of promise. A lot. That and 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 this is something the Knicks have always been known to do. They've always once a guy reaches his pinnacle peak. They've managed to bury him on the bench somehow. And they did it with Mitch Robinson. And don't be surprised, Mitch Robinson walks away at the end of the year and goes and signs, let's say, in Brooklyn or in Boston or in Cleveland or goes to Chicago. Or if he goes, you know what, I can win a chip. I'm going to go to, say, to Utah or I'm going to go to the Lakers. And the Lakers. Fuck the Lakers. And the Lakers right now. Listen, and, and I told you this would happen. I told you Anthony Davis would not stay healthy. And Anthony Davis is now out with a groin injury, which who knows how long he'll be out for. Groin injuries use the last... Depends. And and Jay Crowder, Chris Paul, and the Phoenix Suns are getting under the Lakers' skin now. To to the point that even the fans are saying, like, fans that don't like the Suns are saying that the Suns are a dirty team. Like, there was a point in the game yesterday, LeBron's going up, about to drive the lane, and Jay Crowder does one of these, like, on his neck and his shoulder area, kind of. And it wasn't, like, rough, but he's kind of like this. And LeBron's, as usual, whining to, the, whining to the official, which is why LeBron, again, would never last in the 90s era of basketball or in the late 80s era of basketball at all. So let's stop with he's better than Jordan. Just shut up about it. Okay. 
And he's whining to the official, not only for a minute, but for like 10 minutes. He, he looked like the kid at Walmart who was trying to, but, but please, I want it. I want it. I want it. And it's like, dude, they didn't call it. And the official is explaining to him why they didn't call it, why they didn't challenge it, why they, why they weren't looking for it and to be a flagrant. It. Why, why, why they, because he wanted a flagrant two on it. I'm sorry. To me, I could see if he like put him in a rear naked choke, slammed him to the floor, like it's his freaking MMA. Okay, I can understand that you're not looking at it, and then him whining like a little schoolgirl about it. But it was, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't warrant. It wasn't warranted to be a flagrant two. It wasn't warranted to even be looked at, in my opinion. And I think it's just the frustration of the fact that LeBron knows now without Anthony Davis. He's fucked. He's he's got to carry the team now, and now he can't he can. carry the team. He can't carry this team the way he used to be able to carry a, a Cleveland Cavaliers team before Kyrie and Kevin Love, and he can't carry this team the way he he had to help support it with Dwayne Wade and, and Chris Bosh. Yeah. He can't do it with this Lakers team. I'm sorry, this Lakers bench. I I don't care what you say. It doesn't scare it me. Doesn't. Wesley Matthews does not scare me. Who the fuck is that? Dennis Schroeder does not scare oh, me. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kyle Kuzma. Ah, he's good. I like him. Should not be on the Lakers. Because LeBron is trying to find every way to trade this guy before the fourth quarter of every game. Because that's what LeBron does. He doesn't like a guy or a guy make, or a guy makes a mistake. I want him traded. What is he, a prima donna? Fuck. This is what LeBron paints himself to be. How many and, and, does he make? And, and, <laughs> and this is why people... And this is why LeBron needs to realize why people shit on him the way that they do. Look at your actions. Like yesterday, whining there like a schoolgirl. Listen, everybody whines about fouls in the NBA. But not for 10 minutes. Okay? He's like rambling on and on and on. If that was anybody else, if that was, say, Julius Randle, Carmelo Tec- Anthony. Technical. Boom. Done. Any, any other player in this league, it would have been a technical. And, and, and which, which leads me to this, too. The COVID situation. All right? So... Besides the fact that the Dallas Mavericks look like they're about to blow the series against the Clippers because they got utterly destroyed last oh, night. Disgustingly destroyed. So, Kristaps Porzingis goes to a club and gets fined $50,000. LeBron James goes to a photo shoot with Drake and Michael B. Jordan and doesn't get fined. And gets a handshake and so, back. <laughs> so... Why playing favorites here? So so what you're telling the NBA as a collective here, in my opinion, is... Because I'll speak for myself. I'm not going to speak for everybody else. In my opinion, it's the rules are for some but not for all. So if you're on this tier of NBA players, Uh you could do whatever you want. If your name's LeBron James, you could do as you want. And there's no recourse. There's no... There's no penalty. There's no no consequence. There's no nothing. But if you're here with the Kristaps Porzingis's and the Carmelo Anthony's of the world, and let's say, like, the the John Morant and Zion Williamson's, because they're all here right now, mm-hmm. okay? They all get punished. But but LeBron, but, but LeBron because, to the, because to the hierarchy of the NBA, he's the king of the mountain, ain't nobody better. Listen, I'll say this again. If Jordan played in this era, LeBron who? Exactly. LeBron who? You go. You put little, um, Jordan and LeBron who's right now without Anthony Davis. I'll take him to the championship. No problem. Yep. He'll do it by himself. He has to. And <laughs> and it's funny because there was there was something. There was a stat where from ninety to ninety eight, Jordan has never lost in a regular season back to back games. He has never lost back to back games. He's never lost more than two game more than two games in a row. I think it is. Yeah. So Other than LeBron, that, yeah. who's lost multiple multiple. 
back-to-back games. And, and never then some. went to a game seven, which he's always been to a game seven. But the other interesting series as well is definitely Denver-Portland. Mm. And I keep telling everybody, if Portland gets out of the series... They might. Yeah, I think they will. If Portland gets out of the series against it's, Denver... It's scary. You got to take Denver seriously. Not Denver. You got to take Portland say, seriously. Uh, yeah. Even if Denver gets out of the series, you got to start taking Denver a little more seriously, too. Um, Clippers, Mavs. I'm sorry. Paul George showed up yesterday. Kawhi Leonard showed up yesterday. That's why they won. Mm-hmm. Those two showed up and balled Paul out Paul and balled George, out the way they were supposed to play. Paul George hasn't balled out the past. But, but, but see, this is what's going to happen. Paul George is going to let this game get in his head. Yeah, and he's going to be like and, and he's going to be like Wesley Snipes in uh, White Man Can't Jump where he thinks he could beat Billy Ho, and he can't because <laughs> Billy Ho freaking beats him. We all know that. Uh-huh. Um, and Paul George is going to you know let it get to his head, and he's going to suck again. Yeah. But I think Dallas still makes it out of it. But, yeah, but, Luka, but Luka Doncic is playing hurt, though. Playing with a neck sprain is – listen, easy. I've had pinched nerves in my neck. I have one right now. And – it, it, it's it, it's going to mess his game up, and you could tell last night. And you would have thought Dallas was winning that game because they came out hot last night. Luka throwing alley-oops to Tim Hardaway Jr. Friggin' uh, Kristoff was looking pretty good. That other giant freak they got, Boban, whatever his name is. He, he's out there just rebounding over everybody like Andre the Giant. <laughs> and pretty much when you look at the Clippers, Clippers-Mavericks series, it's Dallas's series to lose. And it's the Clippers to win. Yeah. But I, I'm still taking Dallas. But Dallas has got to win the next two games. You don't want this going to Game 7. Yeah, Game 7 is, is in and, LA, right? And, you don't, and, the, and the Suns need to end the series as quick now. as possible, too. Yeah, so they got to win their next two games because you don't want this going to Game 7. Because for as much as we dump on LeBron, when it comes to a Game, game 7, seven, he turns the switch up. on he and does. he shows up and there is no... Stopping them. See, people sit there and they say I dump on LeBron. I don't listen. I like LeBron the player. He, you know, he is a dynamic. LeBron, player. and I'll say it again for the umpteenth time to everybody who says I, I you know, because I'm because because I, I love Michael Jordan in a non-homo way. Okay, no homo on that. Okay. Michael Jordan will always be my favorite basketball player. Kobe Bryant will always be in that top level with Michael Jordan. One A, one B. But I'm sorry, LeBron is a distant third, and he will always be. I don't know. You got Will Chamberlain out there. You got whole, I'm saying as far as our generation, oh, okay. if you want, if you want to include from the '70s to the '80s, the '90s to today, like we're a friggin' DJ on like friggin' 97.5 Walk FM. They're probably number ten on my top ten. Maybe. Okay, LeBron doesn't touch my top ten. He touches the top fifteen, but he does not touch my uh, top ten because there's so many others that are just better. And it's not statistical standpoints. Yeah, it's just I'm, all around I'm, play. Yeah, it's all around that. everything else. But. And then you got 76ers and the Wizards. And, and this one's such a joke. The minute the Wizards are down by 10, it's like they just give up. They I don't know. even want to play yep. anymore. No, yep. and, and I think at the end of the year, I think Bradley Beal says he wants to stay there. I don't know why Bradley Beal or Westbrook want to stay. I'll, I'll take Bradley Beal. If, if, <laughs> if, if, if you're Washington, why not? just don't even play game four. Just take the white towel out and go, done. I want to play. I want to play. They shouldn't even want to play. And then if you're going to play like this, you're freaking giving your fan base no reason to live. <laughs> if I was a Wizards fan, I'd freaking, I would break the rule of sports and go root for another team. I, I would become a 76ers fan. 
and I'm telling and I'm telling you, the 76ers are going to be no joke in this in these no, playoffs. Don't sleep and yet. and when the Nets beat the Celtics, which I, I which I think is tomorrow night, and so far my prediction is right because I gave them one in Boston. Just remember that I gave them one in Boston. But now it's going back. But it's going to end. It's going to end. It's going to end in do or die bed style. Just letting you all know right now. Yeah. Okay. This is where the Celtics go scary, to die. Bro. That team is scary. And, 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 and a lot of people, and speaking of that, a lot of people said that what led to it was Kyrie walked to the center court and he rubbed his foot on the logo of the Celtics friggin' logo. You Celtics fans are going to bitch about that. These guys have been running up and down the court for two plus hours with their feet dragging all over this little leprechaun's no, face. I don't think that's the point, though. It's the point after the game, go like that and you just, come on, man. Okay, that well, is disrespectful. Okay, but you want to know what, though? He said this is all about basketball, and then these fans want to come out. And again, and, the, and this is the other part of the problem. With and, and, and I agree with Kyrie when he says they feel entitled. You're out. And even Dame Lillard says it, too. Mm-hmm. Dame Lillard came out and he said this happens every game, and it's never really mentioned. But now it's being mentioned because now mm-hmm. these guys are getting caught. That Even the racism yeah. that's coming out. You know, listen... Enough of that shit. Like, there's, 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 there's no need. There's no need for it whatsoever. There's absolutely no friggin' need. Just sit there, cheer for your team, boo the other team. That's it. Enjoy the game. It's not that hard to do. And and and, and not only that, you, you know, and, and and you know, for the guy who gets arrested at TD Garden last night, mm-hmm. they probably paid seventy five dollars to sit in the nosebleeds. You pretty much took seventy five dollars. Not only to not only to watch your team lose. Okay, which Blown we all out. knew was going to happen. But then think about how much it's going to cost you now. So your seventy-five dollars has gone to ten thousand because you're going to have to pay your lawyer. You're going to have to pay the bail. And I'll tell you right now, the looks of that guy looks like this wasn't his first time being nope. in, in, in handcuffs no. in, in Boston. No. So, okay, just cut the shit. Just cut it. Just, just it. it enough is enough. Is enough. Is enough. You're, 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 you're a grown What's going to wind up happening Is they're going to limit the capacity I know One And that's going to hurt revenue For, for the for the NBA as a collective They're going to have no choice to do that Eventually You're going to have to cut alcohol sales At some point in the game They have to bro And honestly I think it's at halftime half time. It's at halftime yep. Because then that gives you That gives you 24 minutes To do it To sober the hell up And get the hell out of there And not only that You're drinking the whole game then you're getting behind that's, the wheel of a car. Then you're deal. driving to go to another bar to either celebrate or drown in your sorrows because your team just lost. I don't. That's crazy, man. Like, yo, if I go to a game, I'll have like two, three beers. I'll call it. You know what I'm saying? If I'm not driving, gloves are off. <laughs> I'm just saying the gloves are off. Well, it also depends <laughs> on my mood set when I go to a game. If I feel like really. Gotta let the last stress out. I'm, yeah. I'm putting it back. I'm sorry. But, but other than that, not me, man. But other than that, usually it's two to three, maybe four or five tops. But then again, I'm usually not driving, so yeah. it's all well and good. But then you got a box heat. I, you really would have thought the heat would have showed up in the series. At least once. And, they, and, they, and, and Jimmy Butler just didn't show up. Bam Abadeo didn't show up. Tyler Hero didn't show yeah, Jimmy up. Jimmy Butler can't do everything either, man. You know, that team ain't got much. and it breaks Andre Iguodala's freaking uh, NBA Finals appearance streak of six straight. Yeah, I know he did it with the uh, Golden State, Golden State, Miami, Miami. Yeah. So, pretty much your next series would be Nets Bucks. The way it plays out, and that you already know. And this been. one is gonna know. go. Not seven. Don't say that. It's gonna Not go seven. six. I'll give the Bucks two. I'll give them one in Brooklyn, one in Milwaukee. 
I gotta, I gotta do it. I'm sorry. I just don't think Milwaukee is a, that. is a fully built team the I'm way the Nets that, have been. I think he's gonna be in five. Just like, just like the Celtics game, I'm dead ass. No, like the, the further it goes, and the, 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 because the further these playoff series go, the harder the teams become. Milwaukee is, to me, it's built around one guy, and that's who all they rely on, uh-huh. and it's the Greek freak Giannis Atacopo. And I'm sorry. Giannis Adekopo, I get, got the super, 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 super max of like 200 and something friggin' million dollars. Uh, okay. But just think about if he went. See, if he was smart, if he had signed that super max, I would have been like, what are you putting around me before I sign it? Because Chris Middleton's a good little basketball player. But after that, what do you got? Brooke Lopez? Okay, Brook Lopez, Lopez is, is a nice his, is a nice little center. He's at his he's at his fucking okay, and 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 Brook Lopez's prime was w- w- was I'm sorry, it was with the Nets. It was, and I kind of got mad when Brooklyn traded him away, but you kind of see why now. Yeah. Okay, and I'll give Milwaukee two because the because Brook because even Kyrie and KD they all came out and said it. They said the one loss had to humble them a bit. So you got to give him credit well, well, for saying well, that. To bring him back down to earth. Yeah, to bring him back yeah. down to earth to realize, hey, everyone's putting us on cloud nine, and we're starting to kind of shift ourselves to that too. No, 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 no. We got to keep here. If Brooklyn plays with the level, with the mentality level of just staying here and not listening to all the hype, I'm, I'm going to keep it real with you. Bro. I'm telling you right now, bro- that, that team Brooklyn is fucking scary, bro. That team is scary. And second of all, James Harden, he wants to fucking ring it now. He's going to get it. And then the key factor so, is this, when his contract's up. See, I think Brooklyn did all this to win now. And then you're not going to see in three years KD, Kyrie, and and Harden on this team anymore. And they're going to go back to what they were. See, the Paul Pierce, the Paul Pierce Garnett Rondo thing. Of the Celtics, yeah. Of, 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 of when the Nets got them. See, the Nets did it wrong. The Nets did it wrong then because they got guys past their prime. You got the same caliber of players because you can you can compare Garnett to Durant, and you can compare Paul Paul Pierce to Harden and Rondo to Kyrie. Yeah. And here's the difference: all six of them are talented basketball players. The difference is, even though Rondo's still playing, let's call it is Rondo's not in his prime anymore. Rondo and Rondo right wasn't in his prime when he came to Brooklyn. Durant was coming out of his prime when he came to Brooklyn, and, and Paul and Paul Pierce wasn't in his prime anymore when he came to Brooklyn. Durant, Harden, Kyrie are all hitting their pinnacle peaks now. And you could say, no, because Durant hit it in Golden State. No, Durant's hitting it now because for a guy who plays 40 minutes, scores 42 points, okay, that's your pinnacle peak. Yeah, right. A guy like Kyrie who goes out there who's like in the 50-40-90 club, that's your pinnacle peak now, okay? And what James Harden's doing after everybody's saying he's fat, out of shape, he don't care about basketball no more. Purpose guy to fucking- <laughs> Guess what? He's at his pinnacle peak now. None... Okay, Kyrie's wasn't in Cleveland. It wasn't in Boston. Durant's wasn't in Oklahoma. And it wasn't with Golden State. And Harden's wasn't with Golden State. And it wasn't with the Rockets. It's all now and it's all Hard, in Brooklyn. Harden never went to Golden State. I didn't say that. You did. Hard, Oklahoma to Houston. You said Golden State too. Whatever. <laughs> Freaking tired. The, the, Yo, fir- I, the first time I, I, I get to sleep I in, I took advantage of it. Wait, did I miss something? No, because I, I was supposed to go to the gym yesterday and I didn't because we had Alyssa's birthday, so I went and took care of all that stuff. And then. Yeah, she had a good time. So. And then today I was going to go to the gym and I was like, you know what? Never do I have a two day weekend because I got to work six days a week. 
So I said, you know what? I'm going to take advantage of this, and I'm going to sleep in. And literally, I slept till 10 o'clock, and it was the best feeling in the world. It was like having sex for the first time all over again. It was amazing. Um, but it, And then the Sixers are going to close it out tonight. Yeah, I know that. Okay. And then, who do you got Brooklyn's tonight? Gonna Brooklyn, gonna well, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Celtics will be tomorrow night. I think Knicks, Hawks will be tomorrow night. But now we got to jump to the to the, to the NHL a bit. So you got Islanders, Bruins. Edmonton's out, so there goes my bracket. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Um, they, it, it's almost like they didn't even show up against Winnipeg, but whatever, I really don't care. Yeah, the Winnipeg Jacks are So every other game in the NHL playoffs is going to round two except for Canadians, Maple Leafs. And, yeah, and, 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 and you kind of already knew that. And I think the Maple, I think the Maple Leafs will take game yeah, seven. Yeah, definitely. But to me, the opposite for the Islanders is like with the Knicks. See, the Islanders didn't overachieve and a Stanley Cup a Stanley Cup finals appearance is what you're aiming for. But what you played against Pittsburgh, you had a questionable goalie at best who didn't have a backup goalie who could stop all the easy goals coming in. You're playing Tuka Rask and the and the Boston Bruins now who are one of the toughest teams in the league. Yo, and they are physically tough. I've- and Sorkin and Vermalov are literally going to have to be stone walls in that in that in that net, well, and the Islanders are going to have to play a different style of game. They, they got to play this. Matt, Ma- Matt Martin is going to have to become like the, one of those defensemen from the late '90s. He's going to have to be like a Brian Leach, a Booker Boom, a friggin'. He's going to have to be one of those. Yeah, man. But to to, to stop Boston, the, you're going to have to play Boston's game. Period, like shots on goal, like twenty-two or thirty-two to twelve. Well, that's, that, and, that, and that's why your your defense has got to play the way Boston's defense plays, and you're gonna have to be ruthless, and you have to be cutthroat, and you're gonna have we're to. We have to play the game, the same way we played uh, the last game against uh, Philly, Pittsburgh, P- Pittsburgh, whatever. I don't think Philly touches the the playoffs for no. a while, but um, yeah, man, that game, man, we were pitting them all over the place. And, and the thing that annoys me, so you got the, you got the Golden Knights, and you got. The Avalanche. And I don't know why the Golden Knights went to a different goalie. They got torched. I don't know why they did that. Torched. And and, and I've, I've always said this in any sport. You always ride the hot hand. You always ride the hot hand. So if you have a goalie who's standing on his head stopping everything, even stopping COVID, stopping herpes, <laughs> stopping whatever, right? That's what you go with. The Islanders did it. And Sorkin is like the first Islander goalie to win four straight games in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Okay, so obviously try to sticking with him, but after that game, what was it Saturday night? I gotta think maybe going back to Vermalov if he's full, fully healthy. I don't know about that. It, it, it's a gamble, but it's a gamble that may pay off. But again, Sorkin is not a bad goaltender for you guys. So it's it's one of those you damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because let's say the Islanders go out and lose one nothing in game two. Okay. okay. Yeah. Every Islander fan's gonna say, "Why didn't we start Vermalov?" I'm not gonna say that. I wouldn't. And it's, it, and it's one of those. Yeah. What if? Might not have been one nothing. Could have been five nothing. Guys could have got blown out. Who knows? Exactly. Nobody knows what's really wrong with Vermalov. <clears throat> but Sorkin is the guy who literally helped get you guys to the second round of the playoffs. And to me, that's who you got to stick with. I think two of those goals came on an empty out anyways. And, you know, it's just, 
I hope like it, like if you're an Islanders fan and you lose this series, I can understand the frustration because of last year's playoff performance where and you could say it was overachieved. Well, as soon as Anders Lee went down, I was like, "Fuck!" But you could say last year and last year in the NHL playoff bubble that that the Islanders overachieved. They were never expected to get as far as they got. They unfortunately played a better Tampa Bay Lightning team, and it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, they're a good team. But this year, it's a Stanley Cup Finals appearance, or it's nothing. And that's what you have to, and that's what you're expecting. And if you're an Islander fan who sees any less than that this year, I, for one, from a, from a Rangers stamp, Rangers fan stamp, uh, fam, stamp uh, perspective, perspective, I can understand the frustration. Because it's like with the Yankees. Frustration. Because God knows I've been waiting. I've been waiting for this. I'm not even frustrated. So I'm more fucking every sick. time the Yankees take ten steps forward, they manage to take, take twenty steps, steps back. back. Okay. So obviously we've learned that Debbie Garcia is not the answer. Okay. Because what the fuck? because honestly, yeah, he was great in single A, great in double A. He was decent in triple A. Okay, let's call him up. Yeah, he had one or two good games last year. You call him up and he gets rocked. And triple A, he had a five what five point one. As ERA? of this season right now, he has like a five point eight four ERA S- or whatever S- it is. And Boone comes out and he says we have to have a better approach at the plate. You need to have a better fucking approach Look, all everywhere. around because because the base running blunders are if, atrocious. You're sending Aaron, Aaron Judge. Judge. Who, who 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 is literally out by a football field? He is. He out. You send Gary Sanchez, who literally the only time he'll run fast is when the Taco Tuesday truck is coming. Okay, <laughs> you send him. He's gonna be out by a mile. You send Gio Rochelle though. Like that needs to stop. The, the thir- third base coach has got to fuck. Well, it's, well, because it, it's a fill in third base coach. I don't think Phil Nevin's back yet. So it's been Carlos Mendoza, the bench coach. And I'm sorry, he's a bench coach, and you're sending these guys. You obviously Don't you shouldn't know. be the bench coach. I'm sorry. The 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 friggin' the, the hitting, the guys who are supposed to be hitting aren't hitting. So yesterday I was on Twitter and Ernie Acosta, WFAN, he's like the producer for the I think the midday show or whatever. I mean, he used to be the producer of the midday show for Beningo and Roberts. I, I he might be doing it now for Carton and Roberts. I don't know. But he po- he tweeted something. Is it too early for the Yankees? And I, you know, and I put, you know, that they, they, they what I just said. They need to work on. And he replied with, "Yeah, and the guys who aren't hitting need to be hitting. And when they are hitting, they're it's meaningless. Like, and, and and now you get bases light- loaded with no outs, and you hit into freaking, and you hit into a double play. If I'm Aaron Boone, you either rock the boat, or I hate to say this, yeah, it's another lineup. You walk away. Something drastic needs to happen to spark this team to get their head out of their asses. And, and and again, for everybody who says that I never bashed the Yankees, well, guess what? Well, Cosby's switching that line about over and over again. Well, that's the other issue. And now, of course, you got Voight out, Kluber's out. And listen, that one hurts more than Voight. Yeah. Because with, because with Voight... You could replace you could replace it with Mike Ford, and this yeah. is why I said they should have went and got Albert Pujols. Yeah. And I got I got crucified for this by 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 all the Yankees fans. But the, well, look now, exactly look now, why. look exactly. now, because Voight's out, and Pujols would have came here on a veteran league minimum. Anaheim's still paying the rest of his contract. Mm-hmm. 
he wouldn't be he would he wouldn't be starting and this would have been the prime opportunity that he would have needed to be a starter again because now Voigt goes down for at least two to three weeks with a strained oblique yet again. And maybe he'll hit. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> uh, but his eleven hits would run a game change gotta stop. Um, I'm just saying. You know, or or it's zero hits and no runs. And but, but but with the Kluber thing, now you have to go and find another, another pitcher. pitcher. Because yeah. Sevy's on track to come back. But he's not going to be the Sevy he was right out of the gate. It's going to take him a few games. He's going to have to become rhythmatic again and get back into the rhythm. And if he goes out in his first performance and pitches four or five innings and, say, has four strikeouts, two walks, and gives up two runs, and your Yankee fan is going to sit there and go, oh, this guy that's, sucks, trade him. That's not Listen, hey, I'll take it as need I remind you again, he's coming back from Tommy John surgery. He's got to... He's got to build the flow back up, like arm stiff. You know what I mean? Like, 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 yeah. He's throwing bullpen sessions and he's doing this and he's at the offsite and he's doing and he's pitching every day and blah blah blah. Whatever. Okay, he's not gonna come back and and light it up right away. Hey, if he does, great. But if he doesn't, you're gonna have to take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Get, you know, you got time. You, you're, you're, I mean, I mean, look at the Mets right now. Right, you look at the Mets. They got like freaking thirty freaking guys on the freaking on, on the injured list. The catch is playing first base. They got friggin' they got Cameron Mabin who couldn't buy a hit till yesterday, and they and they still don't go out and do anything other than get Cameron Mabin literally for a dollar. What does that tell you? Embarrassing for on his part. And Francisco Lindor, I'll give him credit for this because they asked him, "How's it feel to be booed?" He says it sucks. Well, here's some advice for you. You shouldn't with the Mets. You shouldn't. Well, no, it doesn't matter where he signed. You're getting booed because you're not performing. In New York, by the way. And especially in New York, where you're literally under the biggest microscope ever. You're getting booed because you're batting a minimal 200. You probably have like three to four home runs, and you're doing absolutely nothing. And making all the fucking money. And you're and you're making a shit ton of money. So, yeah, I understand Mets fans' frustration in that one. And guess what? On the Yankee side of it too, because you want to talk about shortstops. Glaber Torres is an insurance liability at shortstop. Trevor Story wants out of Colorado. Hey, Cashman, get it done. You move Glaber back to second, okay? And then people will say, well, what about DJ LeMahieu? This is how you solve this. Ready? Because this is what a knowledgeable Yankees fan... This is this because this comes from a knowledgeable Yankee fan. You trade for Trevor Story. Mm-hmm. It's probably not going to cost you much. Because Colorado's stupid, and they're freaking probably going to be like, oh, just give us, like, a bag of balls and a T-ball bat. <laughs> okay? Glaber to second, where he was more dominant at anyway. Yep. Okay? You ship Odor to Colorado. This is what you're going to have to do. Or you could keep Odor, but he's going to have to come off the bench. Okay? Yeah, DJ. Trevor Story plays shortstop for the Yankees. DJ LeMay, who goes to first base. Yo, that cash he made yesterday at it's, first base it, was it, amazing, it, bro. It, 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 it's as simple as that. That literally, it took me all of what a minute to figure that out, and it would probably take Yankees brass like six hours. They, well, what are we gonna do with DJ? Other than, I just figured it out for you. That figured dude, it out for that you. That dude could play any position on that field anyway. So I figured it out for you. And you know what they should do? If freaking Odor isn't hitting, guess what? Start freaking Tyler Wade. I've been saying oh, it. Exactly. Exactly. Start Tyler Wade. You Speed really want to you really want to rock the boat with this team and spark something here? You know what? Stanton. Stanton, yep. you're not hitting. Gary, guess what? You ain't hitting. 
You two are sitting on the bench. Guess what? D.A. Triggin LeMayhew, Mike Ford at first, Tyler Weed at second, Glaber, you're not hitting? Guess what? Put old Dora at shortstop. I don't give a shit, but do something. Or put Tyler Weed at shortstop because yeah, he can play shortstop too. And put friggin' old Dora at second base. Do something. Shake this shit up somehow. Because what you're putting out there and what the results are, they're not adding up to the value no. of this team. And, it, and, and it's insane. And it's ridiculous. And it's pathetic. It's so pathetic that we play the Detroit Tigers. The Detroit, Detroit Tigers. Tigers the Tigers. And oh, you literally God. scored how many runs in that series? Three? Yeah. 30 hits and three runs? Uh-huh. Doesn't add up. That's like going to a bar and seeing a friggin' guy who, who, who you would rate as a three going home with a girl who's a seven. That it makes no sense. sense. The alcohol makes sense, yeah, but that don't make sense. God, I, I just, I can't. I can't for the life of me figure out what the Yankees are, are doing. And they need to go out. They need to go out. You got, you got to get another starting pitcher. I don't care how you do it. But don't sit there and say, oh, well, we're going to trade Odor to get a, to get a, a bullpen, a, a, a friggin', a starting pitcher from someone's minor league system. No, no that's no, not man. acceptable to me. Kevin's got to open up that checkbook, bro. It's not you acceptable gotta, you gotta to me. You got to spend the fucking money, man. And this, this is disgusting, man. And to get off that now, because we got about 15 minutes left or so. So, the NFL and the Julio Jones saga continues. Now Seattle's in on the Julio sweepstakes. As if Seattle couldn't have enough wide receivers for for Russell Wilson to throw to. And we already know the end result if he goes there. One and done in the playoffs. Because everybody's figured out how to contain Russell Wilson. And that's pressure him and make him run to his weak side. Okay? So, Julio Jones... I, I stay away. I, I listen. If you want to have a winning season, by all means. But if you want to go all the way, there's a couple of teams you can go to. Oh, he's Arizona. not gonna. He's not gonna go to Tampa. Arizona, Ta- Tampa's good. already Arizona. If he went there, yeah, makes sense. Him and D-Hop, if he even went to say Green Bay, saying, saying, yeah, Malafloor, help Mister Rogers out. Maybe he'll play. Yeah, you know, Jones. You know, side, uh, Adam, you, know maybe, you know, maybe Aaron, Aaron Rodgers would have showed up at OTAs instead of going to Hawaii with his freaking girlfriend and Miles Teller and his girlfriend. Yeah, which, by the way, up. people probably like, who the hell is Miles Teller? Uh, if you ever watched that movie, was it War Dogs, where they yeah. where they're the yep. gun, yep, the, yep, the yep. gun smugglers and That's shit? Funny. Yeah. He's hilarious, that dude. That's based on a true story too. I know. Really good movie, I gotta say. But Julio, man, yeah. But Julio, if Julio really wants a really wants a ring. It's, I think it's either Arizona or Green Bay, bro. The Niners. The Niners have the, the, the capital to give up. They do. A lot of teams, I mean, because they're going to get a first-round draft pick for them. Some team's going to pay to get it. They're going to pay. Because, like, they, 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 TMZ, and I can't stand TMZ. Whether it's TMZ Sports, TMZ, whatever. Well, I don't I give a shit. I think the 49ers have dra- uh, first-round draft picks. I they think they tra- do. No, they traded up uh, this past. They'll, they'll, they'll find something. <laughs> they'll find something. So Chase Claypool is in California, right? And he's getting into his car or whatever. And they asked him, would you want Julio in Pittsburgh? He said, yeah, he would. And this gets criticized. Why? Because people are stupid. Because, okay, if, let's say, Daniel Jones was spotted in Manhattan getting into a car, and they said, hey, would you want Julio? And he said, yeah. Why would it be criticized? The guy wants out. You ask the simple question, why wouldn't 
Why wouldn't you answer with yes? <laughs> That's like if a hot chick comes up to you at a bar and says, hey, you want to go home? What are you going to say? Uh, let uh, me think about it. Uh, You're going to uh, say, um, check, please. I wouldn't give a shit. I'll drop a hundred on the table, keep the change, let's go. I'll be like, check, please. And then, let's go. But, Julio Jones, listen, he's not the same Julio Jones he was. If he can stay healthy, he's going to give you at least 70 to 80, 8 to 900, 10 to 12 touchdowns. But he's at 50-50 ball. Well, more like 80-20 ball type player. Throw all that shit in the air, I'll get it. And he's got he's to gotta go somewhere. To him, For him, he's got to go somewhere where it fits for him. And that's why he holds all the cards with who he gets traded to. Mm-hmm. You could say, no, Atlanta does. No, Julio does. Because Julio could turn around and just say, I don't want to go there. Can't trade me there. I'm not going there. He's already listed his teams. He don't want to go to Dallas is one of them. Yep. And speaking and speaking of that, Shannon Sharp, ooh, you in a world of trouble, brother. Oh, yeah. You, you in a world of trouble for interviewing a guy over the phone that didn't even know it was on a live wow. TV show. Yeah, you yeah, about you, to be in you some... You aired out Julio, all his shit. Yep. <laughs> hey, don't get me wrong. Gutsy move. I'll give Shannon Sharp... I'll give Shannon Sharp the, the, the credit for that, but... The consequences after it? We'll, well, well, let's see what the consequences... If there are any at all. Who knows? The FS, FS1 might be like... Fuck it. We don't give a shit. Guess what? <laughs> look, look what it did for our ratings. And Skip Bayless will be sitting over there like, oh yeah, look at different ratings, and then, and then go on and then go on friggin' Instagram and dance topless again, you fucking jag off. And speaking of jag offs, they talk about how oh T- Tim Tebow apparently hasn't skipped the gym since his NFL hiatus. That that that, that okay, that, that that's pitch. all that's all well and good that you're catching footballs and they're catching your bicep being flexed at the perfect I angle, know. so you look like you're this generation's Arnold Schwarzenegger, but. What does that equate to on the field for 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 me if I was a Jaguars fan? Like what watching you watch, like watching you drop thirty passes? Can't run a route. Like can't block. We, <laughs> Hold. You know what's funny? Trevor Lawrence is probably telling him just picture the ball being the Bible when I throw it to you, like with hot hands Hanan having to pretend it was toilet paper. I love that fucking movie. Okay, that's probably what he's telling him in hot practice. You know, I'd rather have Hot Hands Hainan as the tight end for the Jaguars than Tim Tebow. You're damn right. He caught, he caught, he caught the game winner. And just remember, one time, Danny O'Shea. One time. Danny O'Shea did one beat Kevin O'Shea time. down Cherry Hill. Just remember that. One time. One time. I can't stand Devin Sauer, though, when he gets up and he's like, yeah, guys, one time. I want the... <sighs> fucking hate that kid. He didn't win you the game. Hot fucking Icebox did. Icebox is the shit. Fuck Spike. That kid was a fucking Fuck prick. Fuck Spike out at the goal line. Yeah, Play he, me, I son. think he shit himself. You know, what's, <laughs> you know what's funny? Is I think the fat Asian kid from that movie became the field goal kicker for you... the Falcons. <laughs> I'm just saying. They... Yo, yo, you're right. They look like, yo, you look like... Hey, dreams got to start somewhere. <laughs> he is a hell of a kicker, though. Dreams got to start somewhere. That's funny, though. Little Giants gets... You, you, like, I love it. Like, to, like, on Facebook, they put these, like, rank these sports movies and, and it'll be like, you know, the kids. So, yeah, like Sandlot and Sandlot 2 was pretty much the same thing as Sandlot 1. So, you could take Sandlot 2 and shove it up your candy yeah, ass. Enough. And then they'll put, like, you know, and then they'll put the Sandlot, Mighty Ducks 1, 2, and 3, which I don't care if anybody says Mighty Ducks 1, 2, and 3 are legendary movies. Yeah, okay? Are. Because that movie led to the NHL actually making a team called the Mighty Ducks. Mm-hmm. So... 
the flying bee. But the little giants to me get so underrated. And it was one of the best movies. Best movies, bro. One of the best movies. Because you literally had kids who didn't yeah, know Cowboys how to play football. First giants. Because you literally didn't you had these kids, other than one kid who who knew how to play football in ice chest. Well, you had the quarterback. You, you well, yeah, play. well, they had to get him later on. But you had all these rejects that nobody wanted. And look what happened. So again, chase your dreams. Chase your dreams. Anything can happen. <laughs> Anything's possible, ladies and gentlemen. Any, any given Sunday. Hey, 80% metal, 20% physical. <laughs> no, it's 80% metal, 40% physical. No, 80 that's what That's what the guy said in the movie. And don't forget, the annexation of Puerto Rico always works. Yo, and that's, you know, yo the, who, who pulled it off last season? Somebody did, I swear to God, somebody pulled it off last season. I'm like, I was talking to him, I'm like, damn, maybe did he pull the annexation of Puerto Rico? <laughs> Probably Patrick Mahomes. Who I he think it who, might have been. Who, 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 and, and Patrick Mahomes, you got to slow your roll here. You're not going 20 and 0. You're not. Stop. What, Stop. He, he said Stop. That? He said that? He's saying that's the record he wants. That he wants to be the one who be the first team to go 20 and 0 and break the and, and, now. and break the Dolphins' undefeated season when they won the Super Bowl. Oh, it's 20, not, you're right, 20 It's yeah. not going to happen. Sorry, Patrick. It ain't going to happen. All hey, right, go, Tom. go. Okay, Patrick Starfish, go sit in Bikini Bottom with SpongeBob. Go get some freaking Krabby, Krabby Patties, all right? Mr. Tom Brady Stop. couldn't do it. So. If Brady couldn't do it, what makes you think you're doing it? Yeah, he had Randy That's Morris. a record to me. That's Brand. a record to yeah. me that is never being broken. Nobody's ever going to go undefeated in this league ever again. At that, least 18-1. That, that, that's that's like 18-1 will probably never happen again. So, so New England will always have that. Unfortunately. And that 72-73 Dolphins team, I think it was, will always be the undefeated Super Bowl champion team. And nobody's ever breaking that record. Nope. Nobody's ever doing that. Nobody's ever going 18-1 again. I'm sorry, they're well, not. They were only 14 games back then, right? So it was six, seven, they went like 17. No, I think it was six. I think it was a 16 game. Yeah. No, I think that's when it went to 16. I forget. I got to go and look. Yep. I got to go and look, but nobody's ever going to do that. Nope, nobody's going to do that shit, bro. And. People think it's just easy in football. Fucking ain't easy to go fucking 18, 19 and all. Are you kidding me? No. Nah. No, nah, it's definitely not. But the funniest shit was uh, when Tom Brady around uh, around yeah 2007 when he was uh, on the um, the post show he's like yeah the Giants think we're only gonna score 17 points <laughs> they only scored 14. You know what's funny and I found something interesting the other day as it winds down. So they had a they had a thing about with Alex Smith's injury and Joe Theismann's. Do you realize they all happened the same field, the same yard line, the same position player. The same type of injury. Really? Well, I mean, how did you figure that one out? Somebody else posted it. I'm not oh, taking I thought you were sitting there doing your damn homework. I'm like, fuck, bro. I ain't got time for that. I'm busy. <laughs> I ain't got time to always be doing that shit. But like, who broke Joe's on? Wait, it was... um. Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, Lawrence Taylor, yep. And, he felt bad after and, that. And J.J. Watt was the one who broke Alex Smith. <laughs> yeah, but he broke that shit fucking... Well... Lawrence was Taylor was also coked out when he did it to Tyson, but whatever. But, <laughs> but as it winds down, though, we're going to go watch this abysmal Yankee game. I don't even know who they're playing today, nor do I really give a shit right now. Um, uh, I think we're playing the fucking Rays, bro. Ugh, there we go. Well, Talion's pitching. Let's see how this goes. Probably walking into a fucking slaughter. Whatever. But All as right. it winds down, though, uh, probably next Sunday, I figure we'll go Facebook Live since we haven't done yeah. it in a while. Yeah. And then... 
we're gonna try to lock down a schedule, and hopefully by then well, we'll have. We're gonna do one once these like you know the NBA uh, first round playoffs over. Yeah, maybe so. do one Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. And then. Cause I got work for thir- Tuesday. I don't think I have anything on Wednesday. I don't think. Yeah. See, see, work yeah. is what affects our schedule at times. So when people are like, oh, when are you gonna do another one? It's like, you know, we're just winging it. <laughs> just winging it. And I've been winging it since I started this in October, and I'm gonna keep winging it. And hey, it That's works. That's how you do it, man. You try to stick to a script, man. Guess what? You fucking fucking Exactly. Man. But for those who have been watching and listening, listen, Very we appreciate it. And again, don't don't hesitate to leave questions, comments on any of the videos. If you know, if you, you know, I'm on Twitter, Facebook. Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, anything, anything pretty much, send it there. I ain't got no issue answering your questions. You want to debate? I'll debate. I really don't give a shit. <laughs> I ain't scared. I ain't scared. But till the next one, stay safe, mask, mask up. up. As always, Baltimore, eat a dick. Peace. Peace.